the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. You know, I love doing this show, but when I'm speaking with friends from uh, olden days, long years past, and having them on with me as uh, guest hosts is remarkable, particularly when you're dealing with topics that are in the now, N-O-W, now. I want to bring on the air with me a longtime friend uh, from Washington, D.C. We actually have been friends for several years now. And he is a broadcaster like I'm a broadcaster. He's a journalist like I'm a journalist. And he's a man of color. (laughs) And they sometimes call me the reverse Oreo. So we have a lot of things in common. Lonnie Poindexter. Hey, Lonnie. (laughs) How are you doing? Hey, brother. How are you doing? doing And I would say, let me me just jump in and say, uh, you're a person of color as well. (laughs) Pigmentation. Yeah, those of us uh, with a darker paint job have a corner of the market on pigmentation. I love <laughs> all it. A, you know, in, at the end of the day, we're all just a, uh, a lighter or darker uh, shade of beige. I love <laughs> it. You know, we're going to be talking about this topic, but Lonnie, we're, we're going to be talking about not only Black Lives Matter, but all Black Lives Matter. And in future segments, very soon, we're going to be bringing on a man who's not only an author, but a remarkable speaker as well. His name is uh, Kevin McGarry, uh, and the book we're going to be talking about is Woked Up, and that's W-O-K-E-D, Up, U-P. But we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter from a little bit different slant because it's really, the truth of the matter is, all Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk about that. Lonnie, would you bear with me just a little bit here? You know Kaz is a little goofy, okay? We know that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Well, you know, as I was praying about the show today, I said, what would you like me to do to start the show? And the Lord said, bring your shofar, but not the big, gigantic kudu antelope shofar, but the ram's horn uh, shofar. And he said, I want you to remember Gideon and the things that happened with Gideon, because this show will be very much about that. And I said, oh, really? Mm. And he said, yeah, because look in the scripture in, in Judges 7. Let me... Give me just a moment. Let me read this. My listening friend, I want you to play, pay close attention, because this deals not only with Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter, all black lives matter, and all lives matter, period. We're going to be talking about those things. And Lonnie and uh, our uh, call-in guest, Kevin McGarry, are going to talk about this in great depth. But I want to share this with you. Okay, I'm going to read a scripture to you, and then I'm going to blow—actually, I'm going to blow this little shofar first. It's the same kind of shofar that Gideon may have blown during the days of the great battle, okay? And it would sound something like this. And you know what would happen is the 300, each one in their troops of 100, would blow those little shofars, and then they would break their pitchers, and and lights would shine, and 
everybody in the bad guy armies would look across the the landscape and they would see uh you know uh you see these lights and they knew that this this was probably the the head of the regiment and there was probably hundreds or thousands behind them and they all got freaked out and they killed started killing one another so Gideon and his team of 300 beat a a, a group of people that was in the uh, tens of thousands or perhaps hundreds of thousands. Here's how it plays out in Scripture in in um, the book of Judges, chapter 7. I'm going to just read a ch- little verse here. Thank you for your patience, Lonnie, with me on this. You know, the Scripture says, talking about the people against whom Gideon and his band were faced, it says these were people, listen to this now, it's very important, these were people of the Midianites, the Amalekites, and the children of the East. Now, the better, another way to say the Midianites are the people of Media. The people of Media were against Gideon. The Amalekites, if you are familiar with uh, uh, Esther and, and Haman, Haman was the king of the Amalekites, and they were hated and despised by God. They're the only group of people who God says, I want you to take them out completely because you know why? They fought against the back side of the, the the troop, in other words, that's where the children were. They destroyed the children and the elderly. And God says, they're not even fighting fair. They need to be taken out. I'm, this is a remarkable scripture. But also, the other people that the Bible says were like grasshoppers for multitude, they were the children of the East. <laughs> I'll let you draw that extrapolation for today as well. We're in thick times right now, and Lonnie, you and I, we need to know that God is in the mix here, and he desires to have his troop of Gideon believers that have gone all the way, and he's not going to have them win the battle. He's going to have them experience the victory through God's intervention. So there you go. I'm going to blow the show far one more time, and I'm going to hand it over to you because you have a lot of things to say uh, in the five minutes left in this segment, and then we're going to be bringing on Kevin McGarry. Hang on for a second. Here we go. And as Gideon would say, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Lonnie Poindexter, handing it over to you, brother. <laughs> Man, that, Take that's that. A big mic. That's a big mic toss to me. Um, <laughs> if so anybody can handle it, you can. <laughs> but I can jump in. Um, but the thing that, that hit me is um, I'm in Southern California, and I'm attending a wedding. And um, my niece, Uncle Lonnie, you, you've got to come to my wedding. I said, honey, I've got a radio interview to do. I said, but when I finish up this radio interview, because I must do this, it's, it's very important, which she understands she's a solid Christian young lady. Um, I'm watching the wedding procession. I'm looking at the elders. And this particular church is a church that I attended that changed my worldview, and I learned how big our God is from this little ministry in San Clemente, California. Still only maybe 150 members maybe 200 if you include kids and dogs and cats. (laughs) And there's still that five, but that little bitty ministry who was on fire for God back during the initial parts of the pro-life movement were so bold and, I don't know if blazing's the right word, but they were 
crazy enough to not only believe in God, but in what he says. Yes. I'm saying all that to say this. At this wedding, this young lady who is in her early 20s and uh, my niece and is getting married, the elders in the church, I'm looking at the, the church mothers, you know, the whole hierarchy of the uh, um, membership of this church, and they're just regular people, but they stood up when God called them to stand up, and then God moved mightily on their behalf. I'm getting to a point here. I'll get there before you close out the segment. <laughs> well, we've got they, about three minutes left in this segment. You're, you're a man who knows radio time, so we've got yes. about three minutes. <laughs> so, so my point being, this very small Gideon-like group of believers, God blessed a new denomination through which they probably have maybe a thousand churches worldwide. My the founding church is still only about 100 to 150 people, yet God used them because they were bold enough. So they did like Gideon did, and God moved in and through them, and it was a, a wondrous thing to see that this ministry took off, and the hearts and minds that it's, that it's changing because it professes truth, and it has, you know, our collective worldview. Yes. So that's what touched me as you were speaking— and I had to jot that note down that, um, yeah, you just have to be a Gideon. Yes. It doesn't take everybody. It just takes somebody to stand up and push back on the foolishness that's taking place. Oh, my, my. So we, let's say we have about a minute left, minute or so, about a half left in this segment. I've got Kevin McGarry on the other line. I know he, I, I, I don't know him well, but I know of him, and he's— Probably chomping at the bit to get into this conversation yes, as well. <laughs> so why don't you just spend a moment introducing uh, um, Kevin McGarry, who will come on from the for the next segment. I don't know how long he can stay, but he can stay as long as he wants. <laughs> and uh, so we'll we'll uh, in, engage him in the next segment. But my listening friend, here's the deal: the whole idea of the show is Black Lives Matter. Yes, but not just some. All Black Lives Matter. We're going to be talking about how. Oftentimes, the black community and other uh, minority communities are jeopardized when only some black lives matter. So I'm going to talk about that not only with Lion Chaser Radio's Lonnie Poindexter is on the line right now with me, but also a, a very incendiary, in many ways, author and uh, speaker, Kevin McGarry. Tell us, just give me about 30 seconds about Kevin, and then we'll have him come back at the next, in the next segment. Would you do, do that, Lonnie? I sure will. Uh, let me just sum up and say this. Kevin McGarry is a lion chaser. Yeah. He's, he's not unlike Benaiah, who went down in a pit on a snowy day and went one-on-one with a lion and prevailed. He has that type of courage, and he encourages me. I love being around men like that. I get excited, and I step outside of my normal bashfulness, and God can use, use me as a vessel. He's an author. Um, he's a serial entrepreneur. Um, he heads up many organizations, of one of which is um, uh, EBLM, Every Black Life Matters, with co-founder Neil Mammon. He is the chapter president for the Frederick Douglass Foundation and um, many other and, and numerous books he has written, including this latest, and I'll use the term you use, incendiary book, and uh, y'all woke up. And when he digs into this book and the reasons why he wrote this book, I think it's going to really touch some hearts. And I'm hoping bold in people to be as bold as he is 
and um, and I consider him a friend and the, and a mentor. Yes, yes, we're going to bring him on. You know, I, I came across you guys in a in an environment called the Content of Character series through Dran Reese. So she's a dear friend, and uh, I I got to not only see you again, Lonnie, but also uh, I have been introduced passively to Kevin McGeary as well. My listening friend, I want you to stay tuned, but I also want you to listen with great vigor because the content that you're going to be hearing, you may not have heard it anywhere else before, but you need to know what's going on in this world. But it's this world that is very similar to the worlds of the past, but God has a group of people that will rise to the occasion. And I believe, my listening friend, you will be among them, among them indeed, when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. Uh, We have dumped, dumped, we have actually jumped Forgive my uh, miscommunication there. We've jumped into a topic that is going to be stirring, no question about it. And I have my friend Lonnie Poindexter. He is with me, Lion Chasers, Lion Chaser Network. And uh, I was with him uh, in Washington, D.C. one time, and he brought me on the air there. And I had an opportunity to communicate with he and his team there. But also, we're going to be bringing on a man named Kevin McGarry, and he's an author and a speaker. I've heard him. I haven't really introduced myself much to him, but he's, this book, one of the books we're going to talk about is called Woked Up, W-O-K-E-D, Up. And it's really dealing with uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. But yes, all Black Lives Matter and other groups as well. And Lonnie, here's one of the fun things I get to do with a fellow broadcaster like you. I can hand the baton to you, and you can do the introductions and do the entire interview, and I'll see you at the end of the show. (laughs) Okay, Lonnie, I'm handing the baton to YOU. (laughs) I'm going to take a little note on that. I'll be using that myself going forward. That's called a handoff. (laughs) Um, but as I stated um, prior to the break, um, this gentleman and is a tremendous man of God. And one of the things I left out, and I should have said, first of all, he's a man of God and a pastor. Yes. And, um, and when I say lion chaser, that's how I see clergy today that are really moving and doing things on behalf of the kingdom, because it should start um, with the house of the Lord and with his field generals, and Kevin is one of those but God has blessed him in many ways with many talents. And so and one is his writing ability. I, I don't know how he does all this because he's got numerous books he works on in addition to running the organization, in addition to being part of other organizations, in addition to having been a serial entrepreneur and involved with, with these other organizations, including the Frederick Douglass Foundation and the Douglass Leadership Institute. Yes. And then this new launch um, that he'll be talking about in detail along with the book uh, which is Y'all Woked Up, which you can go to yallwokedup.com and learn more <laughs> about what we're doing in that with that realm as well. But Kevin's hitting it, hitting them square between the eyes. And well, I don't want to steal the thunder. Let me introduce, introduce a good friend, a brother in, in the good fight of faith, Kevin McGarry. Hello, Kevin. Hey there, guys. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you just got the baton passed to you from the one and only Lonnie Poindexter. So where are you going to take this thing, Kevin and Lonnie? You, you just you two have the conversation, and I'll just go, amen, at the appropriate time. 
Well, Dr. Lonnie is a, a great, uh, you know, one of his many, many talents is he's excellent at being a uh, MC and, and interviewer. So uh, you have no, uh, no drop off there, brother. <laughs> Lonnie will uh, knows exactly uh, where to take the conversation. But uh, I just want to tell you guys, I am really honored, and uh, it's just a privilege to be here, and thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure. Okay, Lonnie, uh, why don't you state the problem and then hand the baton to the guy who knows uh, major pieces of the solution to the problem, Lonnie Poindexter. (laughs) Let's do that. Uh, Kevin, let's let's just do what we always do, chop it up about uh, what's taking place. But please share with um, with uh, Kaz's uh, listenership um, across uh, the nation um, and the West Coast specifically, um, a little bit about your background, and then we can delve right into this seminal book that you've written that, you know, I predict is going to be that, it's going to be that catalyst that brings about the change we seek in, in our nation as it relates to this whole uh, CRT, BLM, um, and its links and so forth. Share with them your background. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Uh, so my background is this: I have a. Uh, I was born and raised in San Francisco, and uh, abject poverty, and lived in poverty most of my life, and was just a crazy, wild boy in the hood for growing, you know, formative years. And then I went to San Jose State, got a sociology degree from San Jose State. So I get the whole poverty thing. I get the uh, the liberalism, the progressivism, the Marxism. I get it to a T. You know, the Lord had me live a lot of that to really understand that, that background. When I, uh, my wife and I got married, we decided to really seriously take God seriously and live strictly biblically. And that was a real pivot in, in our lives. Um, we got discipled and in the process of our being discipled, we had a chance to really look at, uh, areas that we had not, that we had previously ignored. We just kind of, you know, assumed, uh, how we should react or how we should act in those particular categories. And that would be uh, one of those areas of civic engagement. And uh, I just really felt that the Lord was impressing upon us that this is an area you need to pay attention to. So when we started looking at that, we looked at the uh, how we were civically engaged or not, and uh, what were the key issues. Uh, and then we looked at the... Uh, uh, the political parties and their their various platforms. We were astonished to see that we were so unbiblical and um, really un uh, unwise in how we were voting. Uh, which which she was born and raised in inner city Detroit. So we had a we both had just a real leftist progressive traditional uh, kind of bent on that, and um, we saw that we were that was an area that that was really undisciplined and we had met, never paid attention to. So after we really looked at that, we really felt that the Lord was saying, look, you know, you just need, if you want to be biblical, you got to be biblical in this domain too. Yes. And since that time we had been voting, uh, you know, mostly conservatively and just biblically. I mean, it's not even, I can't even attach an ideology to it. It's just biblical. So we will vote for anybody in any party as long as they're strictly biblical. Yes, if, they yes, don't, yes. if they're not, then, you know, it's a non-starter. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, by the way, I need to say I'm the clock watcher and you guys are the interviewer, interviewee. We've got about two and a half minutes left in this segment. We've got uh, until the top of the seven o'clock hour Pacific time to deal with these topics. But I need to uh, put a period at the end of the sentence. We've got about about 60 seconds 
uh, Lonnie to do a tease for the next segment if you want to, and uh, and then we'll take a break and come right back. I know this is what you have to do in radio. You have commercial breaks sometimes. So, Lonnie, <laughs> uh, give us give us your famous uh, 30 or 60-second tease, and then we'll take a commercial break. <laughs> well, certainly. As uh, Kevin is sharing his background, and you're getting the picture that um, um, he comes from that which we see, just like I did, um, in a worldview um, that though – loving and believing in God, it did not match what we did um, uh, in, the, in, in the ballot box. Yes. And so, and here comes the Holy Spirit doing what the Holy Spirit does, and you have a, that, that moment where you have that aha moment, something doesn't line up, and you begin to um, have second thoughts, and, and you begin to see things a new way. So we're going to head into a break here, and then folks, you want to stick around for the next segment, because Kevin's going to really dig into how he moved forward from that point, he and his lovely bride, and and uh, what took place with uh, the things he began to do, and these wonderful ideas, uh, witty inventions and so forth that he comes up with um, that are effective in um, us getting the message out to a community that traditionally won't listen to us. That's right. My listening friend, you know, critical race theory, BLM, and all Black Lives Matter, all these topics and so much more, we're going to deal with with my friend Lonnie Poindexter of Lion Chaser Network and also... Uh, Kevin McGarry, and the way to reach him is Kevin at everyblm.com. <laughs> so we're going to find out about these things, but get your notepad ready and be ready to be stirred because that's what's going to happen to you as we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K Praise. Welcome back, my friends. And you know we don't uh, lollygag around important topics. We go right between the eyes on these things. And I always like to bring guests on the show that can go right between the eyes. And uh, and I I always tell them, no holds barred. Lay it on us. And so we're going to do the same thing with this whole topic of Black Lives Matter, all Black Lives Matter, uh, critical race theory or not. All these different things that are swirling right now. A lot of it is swirling in the the black community. Asian community, Hispanic community, a lot of the uh, those communities where they have a real strong love for Judeo-Christian values, but they're being slighted about this. We're going to talk about that right now as I bring back my co-host for this entire show, Lonnie Poindexter. Lonnie, uh, a, a website for you would be Lion. Is it Lion Chaser Network? And is it dot? What is it? What is the web? Um, it's this a Lion Lion Chasers Network. Um, dot com or dot org, excuse me. Dot org. And I'll just take you to my, my social media page. But you can find me at everyblm.com. You can find me um, there because I function um, due to the graciousness of, uh, of Kevin and Neil, the co founders of the organization. I uh, function there as the uh, um, the director of uh, business partner development. Okay. And, um, and and I love I love that position. It allows me to go out and meet and greet and shake hands and sometimes poke in the chest to get individuals to get involved with what we're doing because we're looking to grow this organization and move it forward so that it can be uh, the tip of the spear, if you will, in, in speaking truth and you know and changing the uh, the heart uh, or the heart and mind of the passionately misinformed and also. Um, change the trajectory, if I can say that word, of our nation. Very good. Kevin 
McGarry, we're going to be talking about probably a number of his books. The one I had noted here is Woked, W-O-K-E-D, Up. But there's a number of others that we're going to bring to four as well. I'm going to hand it back to you. But before I do, my listening friend, you, as you listen to Come Together San Diego, you need to know that I have a website as well. And you can email me at the website and just say, Kaz, love the show. Hate the show, love the content, I have an idea for a show, and here it is, by simply going to come together San Diego at kprz.com. Come together San Diego at kprz.com. Write me, I'll respond back. Okay, handing the baton back to you, Lonnie, as you reintroduce our remarkable guest, Kevin McGarry. All right, without further ado, I'm going to let Kevin, Kevin jump right into um, the, the rationale for, for the book. And yes. positioning, and what and, and what we hope to accomplish with this book, um, getting out into in the greater community. Awesome, awesome. So, with that background, uh, let's just uh, continue on. So, here, here's the thing: um, when uh, when we saw the carnage, the hatred, the vitriol, the uh, the looting, and and all the and the burning down of black and brown businesses a couple of years ago, uh, as a result of the George Floyd. Uh, murder. We, we, you know, and then we saw, you know, pastors encouraging their parishioners to go out and participate with BLM. In this. We thought that was a bridge too far. Yes. And so we decided to start every, uh, you know, we really felt that we needed an alternative. We had a lot of people that really wanted to help the black community because there are systemic plights uh, that, that there are there. Um, and by virtue of progressives, but that's a whole nother topic. But, but, um, but, but, but we wanted to have an alternative, a righteous and faithful alternative. So we decided to look at the BLM website, everything that they stood for. We, we wanted to be the opposite. So they're of course against the family. They're against fathers. They're against school choice. They're against all. So we're, we're uh, pro uh, life from conception to the grave, womb to the tomb. We're pro family, uh, pro-nuclear family, pro-fatherhood, pro-school uh, choice, um, uh, pro-free markets and capitalism, all the things that would make a big difference in black life. That's what we're about. So some people would say, well, why did you um, why did you have to stay in the same lane and still, you know, every black life? That sounds divisive. It's not. We're, it's a statement of equality. And what we mean by that is uh, when Margaret Sanger said, look, we don't want the word to get out, but we want to thoroughly exterminate the Negro population. She didn't say, uh, now Margaret Sanger, of course, the uh, founder of Planned Parenthood, she didn't say the uh, Negro and the uh, Hispanic or the Negro and Asian or the Negro and Negro and other uh, nationalities. She said Negro. So uh, the fact is, is that we have a target on our backs. We're being exterminated in womb at a much rapid rate than any other uh, ethnicity. And uh, so every black life matters just mean, look, uh, every black life matters too. We just want to be born yes. at the same rate that every other ethnicity is. And right now we're being born at a rate far less because we're actually targeted by Planned Parenthood and their abortuaries around the country. Oh so, uh, so our statement is a statement of equality. If you believe all lives matter and every life matters, great. We're, we're saying the exact same thing. It's just, we're saying it may be slightly different, but that's the meaning of it. Okay. So, so then after we, after I started that, then, um, we started to get into this whole area of wokeism. We realized that BLM was uh, encouraging people to come up with these new uh, nifty ways to be a racist against other people. That would, and, and, and it was a great, it was a, it was a time where, um, you know, um, where professors were, were finding, Hey, this is a great time to relaunch critical race theory, uh, critical legal theories, uh, DEI, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives, 
uh, and all of these other things that were really uh, more racist than anything else. But um, so those things were launched. And then I started thinking, well, these are all falling under the umbrella of wokeism. And uh, shouldn't we understand what wokeism really is all about, if CRT and DEI and ESG and all these other things are a part of it? So that's when I started to dig into wokeism, what it is and what it's not, and realize that all of the wokesters that are pointing their fingers at, uh, you know, others, calling them, uh, you know, white Christian nationalists and white supremacists and racists and all these other things, that literally... Uh, they're the ones, by definition, they're literally by definition, white supremacist and racist. It's unbelievable to realize that wokeism is actually rooted in white supremacy and racism. And it, it, it's not even debatable, isn't it? It's just, that's just the way it is. So this book really brings all of that out. Um, I don't know how much time we have left. Can I well, continue? Or we, we've got to, about three, three and a half minutes in this segment, then a four-minute okay. break, and then we come back again. Right. So you and Lonnie take so care me, of that. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. So let me continue on for at least a, a minute or so. So here's the deal. Um, uh, so what I real, so I thought that I would start with Karl Marx, and, and really, you know, everybody knows that wokeism is Marxism, and that's really, you know, fundamentally what it is. I really felt the uh, Holy Spirit said, no, 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 uh-uh, no, don't start with Marx. Marx had a mentor. You have to start with him. And so I looked back at Marx and Engels, their early works, and it was all dedicated to Charles Robert Darwin. And I thought, mm. oh, that's interesting. So I went to Darwin's first book, which is The Natural Selection. And uh, if you read the subtitle, it's For the Preservation of Most Favored Races. Oh, my. I thought, oh, wow, isn't that interesting? Uh, you know, we all been indoctrinated in, in, in Charles Darwin's work, but we never, you know, we never were, I never heard that before. And then the, his second book, The Descent of Man, it goes into a lot more detail. Uh, it characterizes whites as being, you know, white, Caucasian, uh, Aryan, uh, European types as being the uh, sort of the favored, more intellectual, uh, more creative, more resourceful, and blacks as being subhuman, uh, apes, savages, and gorillas. And that's direct quotes from his book. I thought, wow, so this is the taproot, literally, of white supremacy and racism. It was unleashed by Charles Darwin. So, um, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a short synopsis. We can certainly dig in more, much more into that in the next segment. Uh, I'll be delighted to do that. Very good. Lonnie, what's uh, stirring you right now? We've got about a minute and a half left in this segment. Yeah, I just jot down a, a note here, and the note is um, when I learned this, and I was aware of Charles Darwin, but I had no idea because I had not done the exhaustive, exhaustive uh, research that Kevin had done, but um, Charles Darwin is the granddaddy of modern racism. And um, what's amazing is that the acceptance of, uh, of, of him and his work and how deeply embedded it is in society today. So all roads lead to Charles Darwin, one person who had the impact to literally subjugate uh, a race of people focused with the darker paint job and um, just based upon his so-called scientific study, which has been largely debunked. But you won't see that in any of uh, your your modern universities and so forth today. 
Um, I, I can't wait till Kevin kind of gets into the backdrop to all that and how this all came together. It is really, really interesting. And I think that um, the listeners are going to really want to learn this. So have your notepads ready. Yep. Yeah. Have your pen <laughs> or whatever you're using because you're going to take copious yes, notes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, once again, my listening friend, the, the, the website is everyblm.com. You can find out more about that. But my listening friend, here's the deal. You know, there are a lot of people that are that know what they're doing that are uh, – violating Judeo-Christian values, and then there's a big, big, big chunk of people that are just along for the ride. They don't even have a clue if, if uh, I suspect God wants to stir those people and also stir the ones that are knowledgeably doing this. But there's so many things that are going on, and you need to know about this because you may be buying into pieces of this, and we're going to spend some more time with, uh, uh, with Lonnie uh, Poindexter and uh, Kevin McGarry, you're going to be surprised on what they tell you because you're going to go, yeah, I-, I believe in that. What's wrong with that? And all of a sudden, your eyes are going to be opened. And one of the eye-opener people is Kevin McGarry and also Lonnie Poindexter. They're going to join me when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the last segment of this first hour. We have an entire another hour going after this remarkable topic. And, you know, we're talking about uh, everyblm.com, every Black Lives Every black life matters, and that is so true. But, you know, Lonnie Poindexter is with me as my co-host and fellow journalist, but also we have a guest uh, who's an author and a remarkable man, Kevin McGarry. But one of the things I realized, and I'm going to hand the baton to you, Lonnie, to, to, for you guys to dig back into this. One of the big dangers, my listening friend, is the redefinition of words. That's one of the things yeah. that the enemy does. They redefine words, and they turn the content of the words around, to suit themselves and really detract from what is really true and real. And so I, I want you to be aware of that. And my listening friend, you may have been caught up or are caught up in the misdefinition of these words, and perhaps that's an area that some of your eyes are going to be opened as we continue this discussion about the real black lives and met- and how those matter. Lonnie, point extra, handing it to you and uh, our illustrious uh, guest on this by the way, I, I, I want to save the last segment to talk about something that's going on in San Diego County. It's called Awaken to Real Racial Unity. And perhaps in the last segment we can talk about that, Lonnie, as well. So I'm going to hand the baton sure. back to you and Kevin. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Kaz. The, um, let me just jump right to it because I want Kevin to jump in and, and really start to uh, give some real meat and potatoes with, um, in addition to his previous statements, but I was just jotting some things down during the break. And, um, you know, Karl Marx, and, and, I, and I learned this from, from Kevin's book and then other things when I'm sitting at the feet of he and Neil when they're doing these brain dumps, is Karl Marx and Charles Darwin, the granddaddy of modern racism, I call them, were at one time believers. And they're, with their family and so forth, and Kevin, could you share a little bit about that as you get back into um, the topic? Yeah, so, um, you know, what's interesting about all of these nefarious characters in history is they actually started well. I mean, they actually believed in God and they believed in uh, 
they actually took their uh, religious fervor seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, Marx was a great Anglican. He had many writings as a young man that were really quite profound. Uh, they were deep uh, spiritually. It showed that he had some level of maturity in that area. But we had others, too. We had Hitler, uh, who started well um, and was a Protestant. We had, uh, uh, you know, Stalin and Lenin, uh, Protestants or, or, uh, or Catholic, but they had all started with a belief in God. And the, the one, and, and even Hugh Hefner, let's take Hugh Hefner in the modern day. Uh, one thing that really radically changed them immediately is when they read Darwin's evolutionary theories. Oh, my. Bingo. It completely changed them all. All of those men point to Darwin as really being the, the you know, really the, the impetus for change in their whole uh, mindset, uh, having them completely reject that there's a God and actually running away for it. Now, here's the, here's the real, here's the nefarious thing that we all have to take into consideration. Charles Darwin and all of his works is being taught throughout K through 16 right now today as a major part of our, you know, ac- you know, accreditation and academic uh, learning and curriculum. So what does that mean? That means, wow, <laughs> this is the guy, once he's read by these major figures in history, they completely changed their lives. And think about it. Our children yes. are being spoon-fed his, his works, right? So um, this is, you know, here's the thing about Darwin's works. It's compelling. It's seductive. It's demonic, okay? So... We parents have to, at some point, make a stance that, look, we are not going to go into this because it is purely demonic. And I don't want my children to be, uh, you know, to be, uh, you know, necessarily having to have uh, this part of of academics uh, as part of their uh, education. So but 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 that's what's interesting. Now, um, the other thing that's really came out in the book and in the writings were the fact that Darwin didn't only start uh, what I would consider, which which anybody should consider based on actually what he said and what he did, uh, white supremacy and racism in its modern context in America. But um, but he is the father of eugenics. Now, a lot of people may not be aware of that, but he and his first cousin, Francis Galton, both white supremacists, by definition, this is just by definition, so it's not, it's not a cheap shot at them. It's just the way that they were. They were pure uh, white supremacists. Here's the thing. Um, they were so white supremacists in the sense that Darwin married his first cousin because he didn't want his pure intellectual genes to get out of his family gene pool. Um, and his younger first cousin, Francis Galton, uh, was a statistician, an, an excellent, uh, really a, a pioneer in a lot of our modern-day statistics. He was really an excellent guy, but uh, from a statistical point of view. But he started looking at the ethnicity patterns of these other, uh, the, the reproduction pattern of other ethnicities, and he brought that up as a concern to his cousin Darwin. He says, look, I mean, you know, <laughs> these other ethnicities are populating a much faster rate than we are as white European Caucasians, uh, Aryans, if you will, and uh, 
And uh, so that's going to be a problem because, you know, we have a finite earth and all of this kind of stuff. So so uh, they concocted eugenics, which means well-born, and they concocted it as a way to for scientifically being able to justify racially exterminating other ethnicities. So when you have people screaming hysterically and shrill about, you know, my body, my choice, you know, I need my abortion, uh, excuse me. Just understand that your abortion is literally, by definition, a white supremacist and racist tactic. My, That's my, all my. it was. They, discovered, they did this out of whole cloth. There was no scientific rationale for them to come up with eugenics, nothing other than their white supremacy. Yes. They wanted to maintain supremacy as a white Caucasian, you know, race, ethnicity, if you will. And they wanted to make sure that they exterminated every other ethnicity that would potentially embark on their supremacy. Yes, Ke- that's Ke- why Ke- we have eugenics. Ke- Kevin uh, McGarry, that brings back to, to what I said at the beginning of this segment, and that is redefining words to suit themselves and really detracting from the original purpose behind the words. That's what a lot of people are falling in for, aren't they? The you know, the misdefining of these words, and they errantly think they're heading the right direction, and they are perpetrating in the actual cause of eliminating people groups. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. So when eugenics came to America, uh, you know, Margaret Sanger said, look, we're going to use sterilization, and we're going to use abortions to get rid of, and her, her, main, her main focus was the Negro population, but the problem is, is eugenics at all, Abortion at all is born out of white supremacy and racism, and it is it cannot be extrapolated any way differently. You cannot argue around it. You cannot, you know, sort of well, can, is this possible? No, it's that's why why that's why we have it, folks. Yes. I mean, so if you if you want to embrace abortion, guess what? That's Just right. own it. Own the label. Raise your hand and say, "I'm a white supremacist. I'm a racist." And I'm going to continue to support abortion because that's what you are. Oh, my. Lonnie Poindexter, we've got about one minute. I'll let you set the stage for the next segments coming up uh, with uh, Kevin McGarry. And, and, Kevin, we know that you're under a, a time restraint, so if you ever have to go, you just let us know. But we, we will keep you on indefinitely if you don't. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to keep going with you, brothers. You got, it. You got me going now. Okay. i got to stay. <laughs> okay, Lonnie, give, give us a, a 30-second tease, and then we're going to take a break and come right back. Yeah, well, certainly what Kevin's doing is outlining the connection points. And um, like I said, the term I use, the granddaddy of modern uh, racism and, and the granddaddy of uh, the, the, the I would say, the modern anti-God movement, because it's, it's all being together. It's all connected together with a great big nasty bow on it. And um, when you begin to see, you have these aha moments. So it's really interesting how um, Black Lives Matter is joined this, uh, uh, what's the term I'm using, this uh, the white supremacy. So here's an organization supposedly founded by blacks that's aligned itself with white supremacy, the very thing they say they speak against, yes. because they're proponents of abortion. Oh, my. And, uh, and, and, and it's within their platform, and that's where their funding comes from and so forth. So in the next segment, uh, Kevin will delve, delve into even more. I'm chopping at the bit because I know where he's going with this. So you do not want to miss this. That's and also right. keep in mind, and I know that uh, 
um, a casual talk about this as well. We have oh, an absolutely. event taking place in El Cajon on the 29th. Yeah, we'll talk about um, that as well. You can, we this can is all, hear, uh, you can hear us speak this, about this. Yeah, this is all tied together. We we have an event happening <clears throat> uh, on the, uh, let's see, what the, the date is, it's the 29th of October. We're going to talk about that as well. But all this ties together. And my listening friend, you need to be aware of what's going on. And you may be thinking that your, your finger's on the trigger. Your finger, you may actually be in the crosshair. <laughs> and we're going to find out more about that when we invite you back to the radio broadcast, but also everyblm.com. Check it out. And we will be right back. I'll tell the world. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on Break. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the top of the hour for Come Together San Diego and a compelling topic, even beyond compelling. The question is, what have we fallen for and what are are we falling for in these days? You know, the scripture says in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, that which was, is, and that which is, shall be. The things that have gone on are going on right now, and they will continue to go on if we focus on the religion of the well-born versus the godly Judeo-Christian religion tied to standing for the unborn. I'm going to hand the baton back to Lonnie Poindexter and uh, our very special guest, Kevin McGarry. So, Lonnie, set the stage uh, and let Kevin jump back in. He's he's on a roll, <laughs> so let's let him go. Go ahead, Lonnie. All right. Thanks, brother. Uh, yes, I'll just uh, say this and immediately throw the mic um, back to, uh, to Kevin. Um, isn't it interesting? I remember hearing the term um, uh, strange bet bubbles talking about politics, but when you really talk about this interesting um, web of evil that's been crafted, the fact that you can have an organization with the very clever title of BLM or Black Lives Matter, great branding on, on, on their part, and have them align themselves with the very uh, uh, individuals which they say they're speaking against, which is those that uh, um, were involved with the uh, pioneering development of uh, modern racism in, in America from its early days to today, and who was behind these things. So, Kevin, I'll throw the mic back to you, sir, and so you can continue on. Right. So, uh, so really, what I what spilled out in the book it really confirms where uh, you know the actual subtopic of the book is. Um, uh, finally putting an axe to the taproot of white supremacy and racism in America. Now, if we understand what a taproot is, it's the main root that feeds the, the plant or the tree, right? It's the main artery, so to speak. And fundamentally, what we're finding, what we found uh, by virtue of the book, and what's clear, it's quantified. So everything in it, you get footnotes, you get actual quotes, you know, private letters, you get all the footnotes for everything. Uh, but it's fully quantified that Charles Darwin is the taproot for white supremacy and racism. And but, you know, when I was <laughs> doing the research that his he, he's not only the taproot for that, but he is the taproot for uh, atheism. And it's how it took off after he came out with this theory of evolution. Uh, yeah. He's the taproot for modern day sexism and misogyny. In his book, The Descent of Man, he describes that, look, I've done the cranial research on uh, women and uh, uh, compared to men, and it's clear that women have a much smaller cranial cavity than men. So therefore, uh, women don't have the intellectual capacity that men do, and they can be summarily relegated. So this was this is what made it so difficult 
and why the women's suffrage movement was started with Elizabeth Cady Stanton and uh, Susan B. Anthony and Frederick Douglass when the women's suffrage movement was started, uh, just to get women the right to vote. Because really, women, at the af- after Darwin's proclamation, you have this major, renowned, worldwide scientist that's esteemed by everyone. He makes such an audacious proclamation about women. And then uh, guess what? Women were treated horribly since that. I mean, they were certainly there were women being mistreated before Darwin said anything. But the problem is, is that after, you know, then all of the, you know, the horrible mistreatment and all of the maltreatment and uh, the the disproportional, uh, uh, you know, not women not being compared to men and all of that uh, really took on a whole new turn. And it was Darwin who did it. Now, again, you have hysterical, shrill people. Uh, who right now will swear by Darwin and swear by abortion and will point the finger at others as being, you know, white supremacist and racist and and uh, privileged and have no idea that it's the very ideology that they swear by that is literally, by definition, white supremacist and racist. And they can't escape it. it that's just the way it is. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. So we live it. We live in some very interesting times. We've got a lot of education to do, and part of that education we're trying to do next week. So here's the thing: we recognize that you got guys like Ibram X. Kendi and Robin D'Angelo are out there really agitating people, and they're positioning themselves with corporations and with groups and that as being the arbiters of uh, anti-racism and white fragility, yes. and providing some kind of training and certification. So what we're doing next week. At Awaken Church, Pastor Jurgens, right there in your San Diego area. Yes, Jurgen Matthias. Uh, we'll be, yeah, we'll be at El Cajon, is El Cajon campus, and we'll be providing the, the anybody and everybody because this is not politically, uh, you know, uh, ideologically aligned at all with any with anybody or any mindset. But we're providing, uh, you know, real racial unity training. So you'll get a lot more of these facts. You get the chance to meet all the, the entire EBLM team. And uh, we'll be able to take you through. We'll be providing you training and then certifying you. So when your employer or someone comes around and says, look, we need to take this anti-racist training from XYZ, you can say, look, I've already had racial sensitivity training with every Black Life Matters. Here's my certificate. It shows that I've taken these various modules and I've been certified in it. Uh, You may still have to take that training at your workplace. But here's the thing. You will not be traumatized because you will understand exactly what they're doing and what's going on. So you have a you have a way now to observe the world after you uh, go through our training and certification. And it's no charge. So just sign up and come. Yes, yes. And, let me, let me uh, make mention, my friends, it's the 29th of October from 9 to 5 p.m. Pacific time in San Diego County. It's a place called El Cajon. It's the El Cajon campus for Awakened Church, Jürgen Matasius and his entire team. Remarkable, and uh, you need to find out more about that. Once again, uh, everyblm.com forward slash awaken, and you can find out more about that. We're going to talk more about that too, Kevin, and God bless you for coming on and sharing some insights. We've only just begun. I think you've you've stirred the pot, now it's time to pour it out. <laughs> and so Absolutely. We, 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 you know, we talk about social Darwinism, we talk, uh, talk a bit about Marxism, but these things are merging together in devious, devious ways. And if you're an innocent bystander, you may not be so innocent. You may be buying into some of the verbiage and some of the things, not even knowing about it. So, uh, Lonnie, if you want to bring uh, uh, 
Kevin back into this. Let's just rock and roll here. We've got about uh, two minutes left in this segment. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have things called commercial breaks. <laughs> and, and why don't you tease this, Lonnie, and then we'll come back in the next segment and really rock and roll. No problem, no problem. And, and you know, your common sense folk understand you got to pay the bills, so you got to have those uh, those in. But um, yeah, this event is going to be, um, I, I think, groundbreaking. And I've certainly said so numerous times to uh, Kevin and Neil uh, how it's put together. But it will give you the tools, ladies and gentlemen, um, so that you are um, awakened. You're not woke, you're awakened um, to real racial unity, which is, you know, based on what Scripture says. And, um, And we certainly know what the Word of God says about loving your fellow man. But it will give you the information so you can push back on the agenda so you're not caught on awares when they throw these clever terms at you and, and ways uh, of, of heaping guilt and, and all this other foolishness um, instead of doing what God's Word says. But it's because they're part of the what I call the anti-God crew, and they have an agenda. Yes. They do have an agenda, and they—and, oh, you know, brothers, I know you, you both know this. They are making steady headway because the church— will not stand up. I'm talking about the true church, yes. you know, the Come lion on. chasers that are out there. Yes, yes. So my listening friend, here's the deal, and thank you for setting the stage for the rest of the show, but as a listener, my friend, you have an opportunity not to be in the uh, arena of being in realization, but in the opportunity for activation. You know, there are a lot of people that go, oh, that's very nice, and then, you know, three minutes later, you forget about it, and you go on about your life. Your life literally is being impacted day by day to by this whole the whole marxism uh, approach the whole darwinism approach and you don't even realize it in the whole blm component i mean you go well i understand that do you really understand that are you just in the realization mode we want to get you out of the realization mode and into the activation mode and i think when you participate in this awakened uh, to uh, real racial unity at Awakened Church on uh, October 29th. It's going to help stir you up. And my listening friend, we're going to come right back. I think the, the, the content has been stirred, and it's time for the pouring out, and it's time for you to, the, to do the drinking in, because it's time for you to be activated. We're going to talk more about this and so much more when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. Cass Taylor here, located at Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. Come Together San Diego at KPRZ.com. This is, in I would call it an incendiary show, but it's also a show that it stirs you towards uh, what does Black Lives Matter mean? And isn't it really all lives matter and even all Black Lives Matter? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I, I've got my uh, friend Lonnie Poindexter, broadcaster uh, and a fellow journalist with me on the line co-hosting with me and our special guest is Kevin McGarry and Kevin has been laying it out. You know, we're talking about uh, the intersection between social Darwinism and Marxism. We're talking about uh, the actual true definition of words and it is not time for you to pause and think about it too long. It's time for you to pause and launch into 
activation of what God is stirring you to do. The time is not only short, it's almost ending. So we need to jump on in. I'm going to hand it to Lonnie. And Lonnie, I know you you and Kevin have a strategy here for the next few segments. So jump on in, Lonnie Poindexter. Thank you, brother. Yes. Um, Just jotting some notes down during the break and um, it came to mind is... um, and our listenership should be, be aware of. And I, and I know they are because you talk about these things all the time, but it's the first time, in, in my opinion, in, in, in the history of our nation, that the church is under direct attack. Yes. And there's no, um, they don't have to hide anymore. There was times when things have taken place historically within our nation. Uh, one comes to mind is the Johnson Amendment, which removed the uh, um, the church's ability uh, with tax exempt status to speak on political issues um, or, or as it relates to candidates. Um, but this particular time, um, they, they're not hiding, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and they're, it's a, a direct frontal attack. And because of our ignorance, That's right. our collective ignorance within the church, we don't understand the game plan and how they're rolling this thing out. So I thank God for, for, for men like Kevin McGarry who can, you know, and he's got God's unlisted phone number, or at least the Holy Spirit. Somebody, <laughs> they, they're dropping things down on him, you know. And, and you call, I remember he used to call me up and say, hey, Lonnie, what about this? And it would be over my head. I'd have to go think and pray about it. And then i go, oh, I get it. I get it. But the point I'm making is that we need to be very crafty, like the Word says that we are um, harmless as a dove, you know, as crafty as a serpent. I'm probably butchering that scripture, but you guys know what I'm talking about. And um, because this is the time and the season that we're in, and the church cannot hide. You can't sit behind the, within the four walls of church, That's and right. church and think that they won't come after you because they're telling you now what you can say from the pulpit. They are doing things to keep you from hiring Christian people within your organizations. They're trying all these different avenues to shut the church down and drive it completely underground, much like what you find in China today. That's right. And so this book, Kevin's written, really lays that out there. Kevin, let me throw the mic right back to you, man. Go for it and continue to drop those pearls of wisdom, brother. (laughs) Absolutely. Come on, Kevin. Well, yeah, so so what we're doing is we realize that there are a lot of uh, wise and prudent people who do want to do the right thing, who would love to be trained on racial unity, a, a, a pure, uh, nonpartisan, non-ideological way to be to understand better uh, the interdependence between ethnicities, right? So, uh, so we've designed an alternative to the anti-woke, anti-racist, you know, white fragility training that's that's out there with all these other consultants. I charge you a million bucks to camp out at your place for a few months. Um, you know, we've, we've got a truncated uh, training, but you will be certified for all the modules you can attend. I know there's other big events in San Diego next weekend as well. And those, I think one of those events starts at two o'clock or so. So if you come in the morning with us, uh, you can probably get three or four of our modules done. You'll be certified for whatever modules you're there for. And, um, and at least you'd have those, right? And uh, certainly when we come some other times or we get our online courses there, you can just take the other modules you missed. But the bottom line is you need to be armed, fully aware, and educated uh, on the real roots 
of racism. What we what we designed is what we call racist, R-Z-I-S-T, racist training. Now, the, the, the distinction is this. If you were in construction and you had a major edifice, major structure, major buildings, uh, you know, and you wanted to fully demolish them from foundations, everything, just completely implode and demolish them, you call it raising the building. Uh, that's literally what we need to do with um, with racism. Yes, we need to raise it from its foundations, from its sordid foundations. That would be, uh, you know, Marx and Engels and Darwin and uh, all those people Pike, in modern yes, day, Saul Linsky, you know, everything. And we need to uh, completely expose the foundation and then just completely implode it. And so that's what we're doing with our training. We're going to give you all the nuts and bolts. We're going to make sure that in your mind, in your heart, you understand exactly where this stuff comes from and how it's, it, it's taken root in America and how to uh, completely be, be done with it. That's right. And so the, the time you spend with us will be great time. Again, it's no charge. Uh, Awaken Church at an El Cajon campus uh, next Saturday Nine to five. You got to sign up though. So please go to our website and you'll get more information on that. Yes, everyblm.com forward slash awaken. Everyblm.com forward slash awaken. I I need to tell you, my listening friend, this is no time to kick the can down the road because there's no more down the road to kick. We got to do this now. And you know, you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, this is interesting. It needs to be beyond interesting. You need to be activated. And thus saith the Kaz. <laughs> Lonnie? There you go, Kaz. <laughs> well, let me, let me say one more thing. Uh, Lonnie, Lonnie really pointed to some things that I think uh, everybody in the body of Christ needs to be aware of. The enemy is absolutely coming for the body of Christ. Yes. We have this thing called uh, uh, liberation theology and black liberation theology. Guess what? Those theologies were rooted, are rooted in Marxism. It's inextricable. It is there. Folks, that's the way it is. Sorry. So uh, if you're if you're a black liberationist, uh, James Cone uh, type pastor or, or parishioner, uh, the bad news is, is you're actually learning, uh, you know, demonic theology. I mean, you, it's, uh, this is the way it is. I Say that again. That. You need to hear this, my listening friend. A lot of the a lot of churches are blending this. uh what do you say, Darwinism or Marxism, unknowingly into their ministry. I mean, this is very, very dangerous. Say that again, would you, uh, it's Kevin? Very serious. Yes, very. It's very serious. We we call it syncretizing, where you syncretize a little bit of culture, a little bit of this theology, a little bit of social justice, or a little bit of black liberation, or a little bit of liberation uh, into the gospel. And this is what Paul warned us about, Galatians 1, 8, 1, 9. He said, look, even if an angel from heaven comes and gives you one iota of a different gospel than what we have preached, they are cursed mm. to hell. So, folks, really, folks. this is serious times. It is. Uh, and he was, so, he was so emphatic about it, he repeated himself in Galatians 1.9. So the deal is this. Yes. We need to, uh, we need to reject these, these, these other theologies. We need to uh, proclaim the sufficiency of the gospel and stand on it 100%. But the bottom line is black liberation theology and uh, liberation theology generally are demonic, and, and, they, and they're, they're actually eating away at your soul. So oh please, uh, let's do better. Yes. Uh, let's, let's come to know the truth and uh, get out of that, that, that thinking, get Absolutely. out of those uh, other theologies. Lon- Lonnie, we have one minute left in this segment, so I'm going to allow you, Mr. Broadcaster, to uh, close this segment with me, and then uh, we'll come back after the break. So Lonnie Poindexter, what's up next? 
sure. Uh, just did everything that Kevin is, is saying. Also, um, if you get your hands on a copy of the book, it's a great primer. It's a great tool to use that will give you all the background information and so forth that you need. And, um, and you can go to our website and get information on how you go about getting that book. And, and Kevin, we're also what uh, on Amazon and some of the other platforms as well, amen? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, to my listening friend, now we're, we're things are bubbling right now. We have maybe uh, uh, thirty minutes uh, up to the top of the hour, and we're gonna. Uh, you think we've unleashed the hounds? Now, wait till you hear what's coming up next when, when uh, my friend Lonnie Poindexter, fellow broadcaster, broadcaster and communicator, and uh, uh, Kevin McGarry. Uh, perhaps one of the great communicators of all times. Now, Kevin's going to go, oh, Kaz, come on. No, I'm serious. What he has to say, you need to hear. And you're going to hear more about that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. We're coming down to the last half hour of this Come Together San Diego broadcast. And I'll tell you what, the Bible says to be angry and sin not. Well, let me tell you this. I am angry when I see what the enemy has done and is doing against women, against children through abortion, and against the church and Thwarting the church, there are people, you've seen them on the news if you've been uh, aware of some of these things, and I'm not going to be cursing when I say this, but this is the phraseology that has been used, that God damns America. God damns America. Well, the truth of the matter is, in real life, God is damning Darwinism, he's damning Marxism, because these things are leading us away, and many people in the church environment have fallen for this or are falling for it, and I am angry. Fortunately, there are people around that are coming alongside of other people. Uh, Lonnie Poindexter is a longtime journalist and friend, and uh, Lion uh, Chaser uh, Network, and also with the um, uh, Kevin McGarity and his the ministry that's going on there too is everyblm.com and the the event that's happening that I need you to pay attention for and get accreditation in certain areas for this it's not sitting around going oh that's nice do something be activated be angry and sin not I'm angry and I hope that you are angry about this as well this the uh, it's called awakened to real racial unity at the awakened church in El Cajon on the El Cajon campus um, and it's October 29th from 9 to 5 uh, p.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Everyblm.com forward slash awaken. Do it. Lonnie, introduce this next segment as you guys rock and roll with Kevin. Thank you so much for the, the shout-outs for this event. Um, I think, it's as I mentioned prior, that it's going to be a seminal event. <laughs> Excuse me. And... Uh, for those who are in attendance, I, I think they will be um, changed in some ways because you'll be emboldened because you'll have the tools that you need. Um, because, you know, it really happens person to person. You know, it's not just some great move, maybe TV shows and movies and things and it shows God moving and there's a wind that blows through and folks are, you know, bowled over or something like that. But it's really person to person, conversation upon conversation 
planting seeds that will change, uh, those seeds will come to fruition um, in due season that will change hearts and minds. And that's what we're attempting to do. Yes. We're looking to plant seeds. And so you can have seeds planted in you that will germinate, and you will turn plant seeds and others that God will, and the Holy Spirit will direct into your path. And we can be about the change that we seek because of the God that we serve. Let me throw the uh, mic right back to Kevin so you continue to jump. And Kevin, let me just say, man, I'm so glad that you're taking time out because I know you've got a lot of things going on. You today, do. Uh, to spend time with us. We really, really appreciate yes. it. Kevin McGarry. Kevin, yeah. Yeah. you've stirred no the pot. Problem. Start pouring, brother. <laughs> well, again, uh, I'm just thankful that you've been giving me this time. I appreciate being here with you, you gentlemen. Uh, so this is this is my last egg segment. So, but I do want to make some. Uh, I do want to put some caps on some things. So if you come and join us next Saturday, uh, the whole day is nine to five. But if you just stay for the modules, you could stay for. You'll be certified for those modules. Okay. So uh, some people are only free in the morning. They can only stay for maybe the first two or three modules, and that that's perfectly okay. You'll be certified for that. Again, these certifications are no charge, okay? You come for the training, you won't be charged anything. So it's, it's just there to edify you and help you to understand what's really going on. Uh, our whole team will be there. My books will be there. Certainly you can get my books online, though. If you go to, you know, just uh, Woked Up and type in McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-Y, on Amazon, you'll, be, you'll get it. I mean, it's all five-star uh, Dr. Jim Garlow gave it a uh, high endorsement. Uh, and uh, if you know anything about Bill Federer, who's a modern day uh, story, just an yeah. remarkable. He, he was, he's just uh, over the top about this book. He gave it a strong, strong endorsement as well. Um, you know, to impress Federer, it's really, you got to be really doing something. <laughs> and, and he said, look, yeah, he says, this stuff you got in here is unbelievable. He says, I've never made these connections. My. And, uh, it is just that mind blowing folks. It is. And it's not because I write it. It's because Holy Spirit wrote it through me. I thank him for it, but, uh, this is all God's work and I appreciate that. But here's it. Here, here's the other thing I just wanted to make sure that we, we spend time on the enemy is he has a direct assault on every area of our lives. So he's attacking our family. He's attacking our children and grandchildren, right? He's trying to get them all upside down about who they are, what, what, what gender they are, whether God really exists because God made so many mistakes because he made his, you know, my friend, Johnny, uh, uh, a boy, but you know, Johnny's really a girl. These are the types of things that the enemy is planting seeds with, with all of this gender confusion, this gender dysphoria stuff. And um, parents just have to be aware of the, 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 the wiles of the enemy as he, as he attempts to th- thoroughly destroy us. And uh, we can't play the game. We no. have to kind of get an education under our feet uh, and understand what we're really up against and uh, pray and petition and uh, combat it in whatever way we can. So the more information we have about what's going on, the better suited we can be to handle these uh, circumstances, situations as they attack us. Um, And certainly our churches, our pastors are absolutely under assault. Again, I spoke about uh, liberation theology, black liberation theology, uh, social justice, that, that, that kind of, you know, crazy, you know, pastors wanting to be woke and progressive and, weave a little social justice in there, guess what? Uh, that's, that's also a demonic plot going across our pulpits. And as you imbibe that, then, uh, you know, you're, you're suffering the consequences of curses as well, because 
again, Paul says, look, if you preach it, you're cursed. And obviously, if we imbibe it, we're cursed just like the preacher. So oh my. Um, th- there's there's all kinds of really, you know, we have to be, we have to start recognizing the times and the season we're in. This is not the time and the season to be comfortable and just wait for the clouds to burst open and Jesus to come back with, and, and there's a mighty rapture coming around the corner. That is not the time. This is not the time for that. This is the time where he's calling his remnant forces, his remnant churches to come together and to combat in the spirit against the, the demonism that's trying to encroach and thoroughly destroy us. That's right. In every domain. Yes. And uh, so we can't be complicit with it. We can't, like, negotiate with it. We can't, uh, you know, coddle it. We have got to combat it, folks. That's and right. the only way we're going to do that is to, uh, you know, be, be wise, as, as uh, Lonnie stated, and uh, wisdom comes from additional learning and education. And I'm just asking that while this uh, training and certification process is, is uh, no charge next week, just come on out and get it, folks. I mean, come on. We're not, we're, you know. We're not going to be doing this for no charge for perpetuity. This is this one event right down there in San Diego. It's an awesome event, awesome church. Pastor Jurgens is just awesome. Also, he I'll is. be there on Thursday night. If you want to hear me a little bit earlier, his men's meeting on Thursday night, Balboa Campus is. Uh, I'll be doing that. Uh, that's that that I'm, I'm the speaker in that. So that's just come that Thursday, the 27th, and uh, we'll get a chance to meet there as well. Yes. So uh, those are the types of things we need you guys to get involved in. Uh, again. You can go to our website, find out more about the uh, meetings. You can go to the uh, Amazon, get woked up, um, and any of my other books. But uh, you know, let's let's dig in. Let's be the remnant force that he needs us That's to be right. at this this time and season, and let's stand firm and make sure that we pray over our family and and our communities because it is under a, an incredible assault right now. Yes. Kevin McGarry, thank you for spending some time with us. We know how invaluable your time is. My listening friend, this man is sought after for the wisdom that God, and he he will be the first to say it's not his wisdom, it's God's wisdom through him. Just like the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you as dwells in Kevin McGarry. So the stuff that uh, Kevin is sharing is stuff that God wants you to use, but not to glorify yourself is to glorify okay. him through your life, your actions, and through your education. And one way to be educated is on this uh, October 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with everyblm.com forward slash awaken. You can find out more about it. Thank you so much, uh, Kevin McGarry. You're a remarkable man. We've got a couple minutes uh, left, but I know you need need to get going. Uh, so, my yeah, listening friends, be yeah. praying for this man. It's like when you know the the challenge is when somebody takes the lead, everybody takes two or three steps back. You don't need to take steps back. You need to take steps forward, right alongside of him, so that the 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 brunt of the of the issue is uh, combated by God's kids horizontally, and the Lord will intervene vertically as well. And there you have the Lord's power is through Himself through Holy Spirit, and his church. Look in the mirror. That's Y-O-U. Thank you again, uh, Kevin McGarry. God bless you. And uh, I think uh, Lonnie and I are going to stay for a minute or two in this segment, and then we're going to go to the next. So you're a remarkable man. My friends, be praying for Kevin McGarry. Lonnie is very wise and carry it the rest of the way. God bless you guys. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. God bless. Okay, Lonnie. We got the baton passed back to us, and we're going to spend the last segment talking more in detail about the Awaken to Real Racial Unity at Awaken Church. But before we do, my listening friend, you need to know that Lonnie and I have spent a lot of time together. I know him uh, by virtue of being friends, but also being on his 
broadcast as well for Lion Chasers. And I, I, I want to tell you, this man, uh, he, he calls himself meek and, and, and a little – he doesn't feel like he's a, a bold one. But you have a brief conversation with him and you realize he's as bold as a lion, maybe even bolder than a lion to be a lion chaser. Lonnie, uh, we've got about a minute or so in this segment. How would you like to pay this off? And then we're going to come back and talk more about this. Lonnie? Well, man, just again, thank you for allowing Kevin to come on and um, and share the, the vision that he has and what he's put together. Um, I feel honored to um, be associated with it in some some capacity. Um, and also Neil Mammon, the, the co-founder of um, every um, BLM. Um, in, in the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about the branding, because folks have asked us why the branding, and Kevin delved into some of that, but I'm going to get some more background on the branding yes. and why it was selected. There was a reason, there's a strategy there, and I, I'd like for your listeners to hear that. Um, so, yeah, you folks, stay tuned. It's going to be a great one. Yes, it is. You and, know, um, let, me just say that, that, let me just say, brother, for you, you are a lion chaser. <laughs> and I, I listen to you. I take copious notes. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like Milton Berle back in the day. I'm dating myself. He was good for stealing other people's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a good, if it's a good thing, I'm going to, I'm going to use it. And sometimes I'll even give you credit for it. But, eh, uh, I don't need credit for it. That, that's, that's, <laughs> anyway, my listening friend, you know, uh, Lonnie Boindexter is going to be joining me in the last segment. We're going to talk about stuff. You know, I'm my, most of my career, I've been in the advertising branding environment. I've been an ad agency person, a client service director for, good-sized agencies throughout San Diego County. But branding is really the issue, and what has happened to us is branding has been stolen from us. God's brand has been stolen and has been lied about. It's been uh, redefined, and all of a sudden the enemy is using his branding to make it sound like it's our branding, but it isn't. So Lonnie Poindexter is going to come back with me on the last segment. We're going to talk about God's branding versus the enemy's branding, how they differ, and how you need to know more about these things when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, my friends, here we are at the last segment again of the show. Every time we get to the last segment, I try to use this as a summary time and also an activation time for you. And I think this is really no different than other times, but the topic matter is not only commanding, it just really demands your activation and it's dealing with the BLM black lives matter, but all black lives matter. In fact, all lives matter. And one of the enemy's tactics he did it in in the garden. Has God really said? So he tried to rebrand God's desire for us to stay away from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and he's been rebranding things ever since. And Lonnie Poindexter is going to spend some time talking about the branding strategy of the enemy, but how God wants us to use his brand instead. You'll find out that the, that the enemy redefines the words to make them suit his own need and purpose, and that's the enemy's style. But Lonnie Poindexter has some insights. So, Lonnie, I'm going to hand the ball to you, and I'll keep you uh, updated on the timing as we get close to the top of the hour where we have to say sayonara, okay? Lonnie Poindexter. Thanks, brother. You know, I had forgotten about your background in, um, with branding and marketing and what have you, and uh, so it shows we're on the same page. Um, but I wanted to share with um, your listeners 
um, the branding because we got we got questions and Kevin covered, covered some of it. You know why um, uh, every Black Life Matters, and there were several reasons why we did that. Kevin covered some of them. Um, the other thing is that we have to recognize what's the old saying they say in a. Uh, in, basketball in the old neighborhoods um, game recognizes game uh-huh. so there is a branding that took place that was very effective when you think of uh, black lives matter and so we knew what their real agenda was and anyone that's done any even a cursory um uh, looking and searching out you know finding the truth about the motivations of the thing and my dear old dad taught me he said son uh, follow the money to learn of the true motivations of a thing or a person or an entity. Mm. And um, I never forgot that. And you can apply that to everything, even um, even religious organizations for that matter. But, but this particular organization, when you follow the money and you see where the money comes from, you begin to understand what their real motivations are. And now that the truth is finally coming out with BLM and we're learning things about, you know, the money, which those of us have been following for years, uh, knew about this, the multi-million dollar homes, the fact that no money's real, really spent in any type of program in the very community that they're saying they're trying to help. And, and I'm, when I say none, folks, none. Wow. None. None is spent. That is starting to come out now, and, and people go, oh, they're amazed, but this has been going on for quite some time. You know, they yes, fundraiser, but where does the fundraising go to? Whose pockets and whose property and whose multi-million dollar homes? Please, folks, really. Come on, Lonnie. <laughs> oh, my. So you have, um, you have left-leaning entertainment people on TV, and I forget her name. Her husband's a, um, a rock and roller from back in the day, and, uh, and she said that she wants her $900,000 back. Um, that they gave to BLM. So the truth is coming out, but the branding, uh, getting specifically to the branding, let me give you some brands. Rainbow, mm-hmm. Gay, BLM, Planned Parenthood, the term woke, uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. All those things sound very positive, very uplifting. It must be about something good, but every one of them harbors an agenda that's anti-God. Let me just insert here, and my friend, look at your voting manual and see some of the names of some of the things that you're asking you to vote for. They all sound very good, but that's just a setup. That's fake branding. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Fake branding. That's it. Isn't that right, Lonnie? And and you know from your background— in that industry, words have power and words can move people. So if you have not taken the time to learn the origins of a particular thing or organization, you can find out that you're being a part of something that you feel very good about and find out that uh, it does not align itself with your true values and what you believe in. Oh, that's so true. Um, wokeism, you know, and, and this is a term that, that – that, we in turn coined and, and others that believe as you and I do, um, because that's what it is. It's a thing in and of itself. And let me give you some um, ideas or examples of wokeism. Stacey Abrams, who is in uh, Georgia, I think, is running for, uh, running for president and Congress, whatever, I think exactly what. And um, she's a black woman who says she's pro black, in other words, in favor of 
the black community and black folk. Yet she says denying abortion for black women is akin to racism and bigotry. Now, based on what Kevin shared earlier, how in the world does that line up and make any kind of sense? You're pro-abortion, pro-Planned Parenthood, yet you say denying the annihilation of little black babies, um, the women to do that is racism and bigotry. Oh, please. You know, it just, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. But folks, uh, Raphael Warnick was the other um, politician there in uh, Georgia. Yes. And he's pastor at Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is the Baptist church where Martin Luther King Jr.'s father and Martin Luther King Jr. um, preached. Says there is scripture to support a support for abortion. Oh, my. By by the way, Lonnie, I need to give you a time code here right now. We've got about a minute and a half, and then we have to go away. So keep your conversation accordingly. I'll just sum up and say this, that the um, branding is very important. So we've come up with a a clever branding that allows us to sidestep some of the the banning that they do within uh, social media and on various platforms of which I won't name. You know who they are. Yes. And so that's why we named the organization the way we did, because it confronts the fact that BLM is pro-abortion. Yes. And once again, that uh, website is everyblm.com. And my, I need to mention this one last time, and, and then Lonnie will send us off maybe with a prayer of encouragement, and then we will sign off. But on October 29th, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific time, every uh, go to www.everyblm.com forward slash awaken. That'll tell you about this awaken to real racial unity at Awaken Church in El Cajon, the El Cajon campus. So there you go. Lonnie, you've got about a minute. Lay it on us, brother, and then we'll. you can pray over right. our listeners, and we have to say goodbye. Lonnie Poindexter. I'll, I'll sum it up very quickly. Um, be motivated, get active, understand, just as the Word of God says, you can cheat and go to the end of the Bible and you can see we win, right? <laughs> but we must show up for every battle, fully equipped. And the Word of God says that um, <laughs> when we do that, most often, God, we can fight our battles and we just take the spoils. If we think about Gideon and some others. Yes. Um, so, but we must show up and we must be equipped and we must no longer be ignorant. Uh, my prayer is for anyone out there listening today that uh, to be motivated Keep listening to my brother's show. He puts forth truth. He is a lion chaser. Um, Blessings for each and every one of you in your pursuits, wherever you are out there listening in today. And may God bless you and yours. Thank you. Lonnie Poindexter mentioned again Gideon. My listening friend Gideon said, the sword of the Lord and Gideon. So the Lord plays the key role, but it is the sword of the Lord and Gideon. So you, as people that have this Gideon mantle to go out there and fight the fight, God says it's the Lord's it's the Lord's sword, but also Gideon. So I'm going to blow this show for one last time as we conclude the show. And just know it's time for you to be activated. I'll give you the website one more time, www.everyblm.com forward slash awaken. Find out more about that. But listen for the trumpet blaster because they are going to say, get up, get out, and be activated in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Until next time, this is Cass Taylor saying...
<laughs> Thanks for joining Cass Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.